listening to the Shoe Money Podcast, the Week 5 edition. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson. Uh, and and we, are, we are ready to walk you through the flaming wreckage of whatever's left of this slate. Why, Ryan? Because Daddy needs a pair of shoes, Joe. We got to keep rolling. I guess. I, I mean, uh, the wheels have come off the car. Um, and, and we are careening toward a cliff, it seems. But I guess we keep rolling. I mean, there's action to be had, at least at this point. <laughs> you know what? That is that is fair. There's there's a sweat there's a sweat to be had, right? So so we're gonna sweat it. Sweating we shall be. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I I don't I don't know what to make of this of this uh, this week of developments where you know teams are just just getting getting the coronavirus and and nobody knows. Um, you know, when games are going to be played, we're looking at a couple different games from this slate being moved. We think Monday's in play, Tuesday's in play. Um, who knows? Uh, the Titans may lose like draft picks or, you know, have to forfeit a game and then that's not going to happen. But I, I don't know, whatever we'll sweat, but we can sweat. Joe, you know what I know? What do you know? The show goes on. And and as far as we know, what we do know is that Dak Prescott is going to be playing my New York Giants, and and my Danny Dimes is going to be playing that uh, Dallas Cowboys secondary. So let's let's jump at quarterback and go the opposite ends of the salary spectrum there, and just I mean take your pick, load up on either one, right? Love them both this week. How can you not? Two bad defenses. I think the only thing you might, I, I don't know, I guess we can assume anything at this point, but could this be the Zeke Elliott game where Dak doesn't put up 45 DraftKings points? You know what? Um, it, absolutely, it absolutely could be. You know what? Maybe. Um, it absolutely could be, and it would absolutely stand to reason that it will be. Uh, but as we'll talk about a little more in running back, and there's not there's not many guys really at any position that I like this week. Period. Like end full stop. End of sentence. Um, but I just I don't want to pay Zeke Elliott that much money uh, when he hasn't done it all season. I know it's there and it's possible, but the Giants have a sneaky okay run defense. They can be burned defensively uh, uh, through the through the air, and the the Cowboys seem all too willing to do that. So. I'm going to build my stacks around Dak and Dimes and and go from there. Yeah, I see uh, Zeke being very popular this week. He's only 7.8K, which is very affordable when Christian McCaffrey started the year at 10K. So he's certainly easy to get this week. I like him for cash. Uh, I got to see how, how owned I think he's going to be, and I, I think I'd like to come underweight him and – in the teams that I built around Dak, I will not have Zeke this week. I will take a couple of the pass catchers and then try to bring it back with Slayton or Ingram. So, yeah, I'm just going to build the tournament team around that game script where Dak needs to throw and gets up big. But in the high end, I think that there's quite a few guys to like here. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a stack-only type of guy. Hard to bring it back with Cincinnati. Maybe that's Tyler Boyd, but Marquise Brown a little bit hobbled, but... Mark Andrews got in the end zone twice. I think that's a nice little stack. And then, I mean, Mahomes against the Raiders is going to be a smash spot, no? Yeah, I, I would think so. I just, you know, 
I, I could see Dak putting up the same numbers Mahomes does, and he's three hundred dollars cheaper. Um, and I mean, I mean, Dak's been, you know, in in terms of in terms of fantasy points per game, Dak's been, you know, uh, what's what's my quick math here? Six points clear of of Mahomes in terms of an average, right? Um, now Mahomes' ceiling is is every bit as high as Dak's. I mean, higher really. Um, but I was just looking at 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 in terms of like the guy I'd pick out to build a lineup around, it would be Dak over Mahomes. But if you're building multiple lineups, I think you've got to have a Mahomes a Mahomes lineup in there. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, moving down a little bit, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be pretty popular this week. Six point nine K, not much of a discount from the guys we just talked about, but facing a Jags pass defense who has been one of the worst in football so far through a month. So I like him to Will Fuller since he's actually healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, had a nice little game last week, so I think that's a nice stack. Maybe you bring that back with DJ Chark, who had a nice game last week too, finally coming back. And then for me, it's moving down to Matt Ryan. Hopefully he bounced back against Carolina. They're just a bad defense overall. Not a lot of pass rush there, bad pass defense. We're going to have to see what uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are looking like as we get closer, though. Right, as always. Um. Underneath that, I mean, there's there's not much, you know. I mean, Burrow's oh, gonna. Plenty. I mean, well, I, look. There's not much I like. It's dimes. Right. There's there's not much when I say that I, I I misspoke. What I mean is, there's not much I like, um, different or more than the guys we've talked about. Like, you know, sometimes we can find a guy down here. I mean, I mean, you know, we played Nick Mullins and felt okay about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, we played guys down here. I feel good about dimes. We had just already talked about them, but like, you know, could you play, you know, Rivers against that that Bengals or that that Browns secondary? Maybe you know that's that's a pretty good matchup. Um, but I just I love I just I love Dak this week, and I love dimes this week, and they're far enough apart in salary that I'm not gonna mess around. I think with with other guys, even as we get lower here. That's fair. I think Dimes in the low end is the guy, obviously. I think he's going to be relatively popular. I think he has some pretty easy stack partners in Slayton and Ingram, and you have plenty of guys on Dallas to correlate that with. 500 more, uh, I think I have a little bit of interest in Teddy Bridgewater against the Atlanta Falcons defense, who continues to be a gift to fantasy quarterbacks. And look, I don't know how much interest I have in him yet, but he's starting, and he's $4,100, and it's our week one darling of last year, Kyle Allen. Not where I thought you were going there. He's, 40, he's 4100 Not where I thought you were going there. That's 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 a pretty tough defensive line he's going to be playing, and you still got Jalen Ramsey on the other side of the ball. Now, you want to go $700 more expensive and tell me that you want a piece of Joe Flacco. I'm going to tell you you're insane. But insane like a fox. They're cheap. I like they look. If cheap. there was a McCaffrey on this slate, I think these guys would be much more in play. I don't think we even need to get down here. No, no. I I, I think Dimes is as low as I go. If if I have a Joe Flacco sweat, it's just because that sounds that sounds uh, fun in about the worst way you can imagine. As you just tilt. 35 Frank Gore carries. Yeah, you know what it's like 
and I, I say this every time we go to a casino together. Um, I love to win on 13, right? I love winning on 13. There's no feeling quite like like staying on 13 or staying on 12 and then still winning. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco's winning on two. That's what that is. Yeah, that he is the epitome of that scene in Austin Powers. Yes. I suggest you hit. I'll stay. That's what that's what yeah, Joe Flacco is staying on on 4. And and somehow and, and but if you cash, it's the greatest cash you've ever had in your life. Doesn't even matter for how much. Are you really living this weekend if you don't have a Joe Flacco to Jamison Crowder with a DeAndre Hopkins bringback stack? I mean, you're stepping on my on my Jamison Crowder take from down the road. I don't know if I want to stack Joe Flacco. Uh, and I should point out, uh, this is a terrible gambling strategy. And uh, I should advise everyone who's listening to me, don't do this. This is awful. Uh, but at the same time, it might be Joe Flacco week, and I really like Jamison Crowder, and we'll get there when we get to wide receiver. I think I'm going to get my exposure to Joe Flacco through Jamison Crowder. That's how I'll feel good about that. I mean, that's a way better <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to running back. We touched on it a bit uh, already with Zeke. Um, you know, the the expensive guys here are McCaffrey, who's on IR, and Henry, whose game is. is you know, we think going to get moved off the slate. So, you know, uh, do you want to say more on Zeke or do you want to jump into Connor and uh, Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, I like him. It's not the greatest matchup, but we're projecting Dallas to have a big lead for most of this game. Who knows how much Tony Pollard we're going to get. He's obvious. I mean, I don't need you to tell you to play Zeke Elliott. It's just how much of them do you want to play compared to the field? Right. I'm going to have some. He's a good play. Yep. But, you know, guys cheaper than him. Yeah, there's plenty that I like. Not very many, but there's a lot more to like. I think James Connor's interesting. Second most expensive running back available on the slate right now. You know, his usage did climb back after the Benny Snell thing. But yeah. Clyde Edwards-Helaire against one of the worst rush defenses through the first month of the season. I think he's a great play. I know he's your boy. How do we feel? Look. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has kind of disappointed since week one, um, but it's a smash pot. We talked about it, right? So uh, I'm I'm in. Um, there's just a guy I like a little cheaper than that. Uh, let's talk about James Robinson first. He's getting a lot of usage. Houston has a really bad run to defense so far. You know, who knows if they are going to play harder because there's no more Bill O'Brien. Thank goodness. That that's over, but six point seven k for James Robinson when Hilaire is a hundred more, and there's guys that we're going to talk about that we like cheaper. Eh, Miles Sanders awful matchup. I'll leave the next one for you. I thank you uh, for the setup. Look, I just Kareem Hunt is a pretty decent play normally, uh, and now he's the guy. Um, you know, he's been splitting time with Chubb, and I understand they do different things, right? Um, so it's it's not a straight, you know, all right, we're just going to slide all of Chubb's production over to Kareem Hunt. It's, that's not the way it's going to go. But with the other feature back out, I don't think you can expect anyone else on that Browns roster to just slide into 100% of Nick Chubb's role either. So I think naturally there's going to be some spillover to Kareem Hunt. He's only $300 more expensive than he was last week. 
Um, and he's a dynamic talent. I really like him in this spot. I like him a lot. I, you know, it's hard to say any running back at 6,500 um, is a free square, but I think he's as close as, as you can get here. I, I love him to pick up a significant portion of Chubb's, uh, Chubb's production and be a smash here. Yeah, I think if we're going to try to knock him, it's that Indy is really good between the tackles, but that's not really what Cleveland deploys Kareem Hunt as. You know, Stefanski is going to try to get him in space. They get creative on the goal line. He could get two touchdowns, 100-plus yards, three, four, five catches. He's going to pay that tag off easily. And I think he's going to be a little less owned than Mike Davis, who is also a fantastic play against an Atlanta defense that is just awful. Yeah, well, I mean, once again, I I, I think you just you got to you got to play Mike Davis. I, I like him a lot here. Um, he's been he's been, I mean, six, sixteen rushes last week, eighty four yards and a touchdown. He caught five more balls after you know back to back weeks with eight catches. You know, he's not obviously. Christian McCaffrey, but uh, I still really, really like him. He's going to be popular, but I am going to have more than the field because that price tag is still too cheap. Yep. A guy for a hundred bucks cheaper who I think is interesting is Josh Jacobs and Kansas city. We've known for a couple of seasons that the way to attack them is on the ground. And we know that Gruden will like to give him 25 carries if this game is close. And with the way Kansas city plays against new England, I think Jacobs could be pretty interesting to get a lot of touches at pretty reduced ownership from the two guys we just talked about. He's he's an interesting sneaky play, especially when you figure a guy at his same price range uh, is coming off a forty-five point game and oh. will, will be popular with. And I don't mean to sound arrogant or dismissive here, but he Joe Mixon will be popular this week with with um, you know I think your average player. Um, because he's coming off a 50, 55 point or, or 45 point game. And, you know, he's cheaper than some of those guys we just named. But he's an avoid for me. He's got a terrible matchup. He's carrying a questionable tag right now. Um, he's an avoid for me. I'd rather have a bunch of uh, Jacobs uh, or even a couple of the guys lower. Uh, you know, McKinnon's interesting. I mean, the Kenyon Drake game is going to come at some point, right? Like at some point. Maybe it's this week against the Jets. I think Chase Edmonds is coming. Oh, oh I don't know, man. That's... That you, he's been really bad. Yeah, and he and got then... the Carolina matched up last week, and he did nothing with it. That's fair. Um, so I probably Gurley better fifty seven hundred in a in a choice matchup against the Panthers. Maybe maybe there's where you go. Um, I thought Gurley was going to be much more popular this week because of the matchup, and he scored two touchdowns on Monday night. But he looks to be a little bit sneaky. I like him. Yeah, I do. I, I do too. I do too. Um, scrolling down, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much else there is to get in. I, I mean, I guess forty-seven hundred. He had fifteen points last week because of the touchdown. Uh, I mean, Chase Edmonds. Okay, can I interest you there? Is there anybody I missed? I mean, you want to get some Devonta Freeman? Yeesh. I'd rather play Chase Edmonds instead of Kenyon Drake in the same backfield. I, I mean, think. I don't know if that means I will, but they're averaging the same amount of DraftKings points. Yeah, that's wow. That's 
Um, the only guy that I think just has a pretty glaring price is David Johnson at 5.2K. You know, Romeo Cornell taking over for Bill O'Brien. He's a Belichick guy. They do like to run the football. Yeah, I don't know. Jacksonville's bad enough that he could end up seeing 20 touches, and at 5.2K as a favorite, mm-hmm. he's interesting. I don't know. What do you have as a read on the Giants' backfield? I, I, I who knows? I mean, you know, uh, Freeman. I, I expect to be more of the guy, especially in a game where you expect them to pass. But Gallman, you know, looked maybe the best out of any of them last week. Um, the only thing I know is that I like Deion Lewis third of those three in terms of a fantasy play. But if, if I'm getting exposure to the giants, it's all through the passing game. It is. And it's either Slayton, honestly, or, um, uh, uh, Ingram. Evan Ingram. Yes. See, he's, he's fallen so far out of, out of my life that I can't even, I barely remember him anymore. He's not coming off the field. If there's ever a game for him to come out of the slump, it's this one. Yeah, I mean, he's in my lineup. He absolutely is. And we'll talk about it more when we get the tight end. Uh, any other running backs? That's it for me. Keeping it pretty tight this week. Same. I, this whole this whole thing is pretty tight. Um, wide receiver, I don't have a ton around here. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is, is at this point. I mean, even last week in a down game for him and a down game for Arizona – um, he still had nine targets um, and seven catches. It's just the yards weren't, weren't there. He's only had one touchdown this year, but this this Jets team is is disgusting. The the Cardinals are on two straight losses, so uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins at under eight thousand dollars is always going to be a good play this year. Um, but it's it's really just just slam all the Giants and and Cowboys. Yeah, so I like DeAndre. He's very expensive. If the Jets can keep this game close with Joe Flacco, then I think those nine targets will probably be elevated. You get me a dozen, then I'm, I'm really interested. Calvin Ridley did practice in a limited capacity today. If he plays coming off of a zero with what he's done previously to that and possibly maybe likely no Julio Jones, he's a really interesting tournament target. Um, I think Cooper is going to be very popular, like he should. He's a great play this week. So I like that, obviously. Tyreek Hill, again, in, in the Mahomes stacks, that's where I'm going there. Yep. Uh, I like Will Fuller more so with Deshaun Watson than on his own. Mm-hmm. Same thing with DJ Chark. I like him in the Deshaun and uh, Will Fuller lineup as yep. a the bring back there. But I agree. I do want pieces of that Dallas and Giants game where I can. Yeah. Um, below the guys we've mentioned, um, you know, Odell's interesting to me. I, I put him down 6,400 just because I think he's becoming, um, with the way that this offense has evolved under Stefanski, is maybe, you know, maybe they're trying to focus more on getting Odell touches and getting him involved. Um, but at the same time, you know, in that, in that same vein about Mixon, he's coming off a 38-point game, uh, getting a tougher matchup here. You know, maybe he's going to be over-owned, so maybe he's in a void. But, you know, I, I like the trends on Odell, but maybe this week isn't the week for him. I think you're banking on pretty high efficiency with the targets he is going to get. I, th- I still think they're going to try to run the ball with Hunt. 
and they're going to try to grind the clock against a good run defense, good pass defense in the Colts, but I can't fault you. They really broke out, and it won't be shocking to see them really try to go back to the same thing that was successful against the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Marquise Brown with Lamar Jackson, he's just being targeted so far down the field that he's going to blow up one of these weeks. He's going to have a massive game. Yeah. It's coming. I don't want to miss it. So I'm going to have a Lamar to Marquise Brown stack maybe every week somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd in that stack, I think, is a good bring back. It, I, I don't think Kyle Allen is any worse than Haskins. So if you like McLaurin and his target share, I can't blame you there. CeeDee Lamb is an interesting way to get a different exposure to the Dallas offense, I think. He's been getting a lot of targets, heavily yep. involved in the offense. Got to like that. Seven and targets then, in each of the last two. Yeah, and he's being targeted in the red zone, too, which is nice to see for a rookie. Like He's getting heavily involved already, so you have to like that. And with Amari certain to be popular, I think it's pretty interesting. Yep, he's an interesting pivot for sure. Uh, the Carolina guys are very interesting. We talked about DJ Moore Chalk Week, and it failed, obviously, because <gasps> we were right. skeptical of that. So uh, I definitely like him this week because I think people are going to jump off the train. And I think Robbie Anderson is also a great play. He had 11 targets last week. Yep. Five the previous, 10, eight. He's been really putting up some good numbers, and they're going to him a lot. So we've got DJ Moore, uh, Mike Davis, and Robbie Anderson. They are separated by $500. Um Davis, Moore, and Anderson in the order of expense. I'm putting you on the spot here, but rank them. Davis easily. And then I like both receivers. I'll play both. But because of what I think will be higher ownership on Robbie, I like DJ Moore. More. Well done. I'm going to have all of them. Yeah. I think they're good to play. I would not play... Moore and Anderson together without Teddy, but I would be fine playing Davis plus one of them without Teddy, if right. that makes sense. Right. Yep. I will just say Anderson has had more targets in two of the last three games, and in the in the only game in which he didn't have more targets, he still had ten. Um, but I, I think your point about the ownership there is well taken. I think the public, after playing a lot of DJ Moore, will see what Robbie Anderson did and tilt that way, which makes me like DJ Moore just for the ownership discount. Yeah, because I, th- it's hard to see both of them popping. It, it's it's a it's an important point and very smart one. Um, so that's the way I would approach that one. Two guys underneath that, I I like Devontae Parker. I've liked him all season. Um, he's, he's carried an injury designation for a couple different weeks, and he doesn't this week. Um, he's getting 12 targets, banged up defense. Uh, bang, I'm sorry, he got 12 targets last week. He's getting now a banged up defense in San Francisco. Uh, I, I like him. I'm always going to like him, especially when he's under 6K. And we joke about him, but look, Jamison Crowder's played two games. He's got 23 targets in those two games. You don't know what Flacco means to it, but I just, I mean, you can't ignore that he's got 23 targets through two games. I like Jamison Crowder in this offense. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I think I'd like to correlate him with Hopkins. I don't know if I like him very much on his own. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather get into the guys that we just talked about. And he burned a lot of people, including myself, the last time he played after he got a concussion. But Deontay Johnson at 5.6K with the usage that he was getting previously is very interesting. Yeah. So he is definitely on my radar. Um, I think the Atlanta situation is going to make things pretty clear for how wide receivers should be approached this week. Right. Russell Gage is 5.1K, but if Julio sits and or Ridley sits, he becomes a lot more interesting. Yep. And while we're talking about Atlanta, we're going to jump all the way to the minimum. Who we got? You know who I'm talking about yet? Give it to me. Olamide Zacchaeus. 3.0 flat. I mean, now, of course. Hear me out, bro. Of course. If Ridley and Jones are both active, he's not a play. If one of them sit, I think we have to give him a good look. Yeah. Against Green Bay, he caught eight of nine targets for 86 yards Legit. after Julio went out of the game. Yeah. No. I mean, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Six targets against Chicago. So he is not a nobody when he is given the opportunity with somebody sitting out. Yep. So if both Ridley and Julio are some reason sitting, yeah, I think you got to have them. Yep. No, I, I totally agree. It's a great call. Uh, so I wanted to mention him while we were talking about Atlanta, but there are a couple more guys in between where we just talked. Okay, go ahead. Slayton, obviously. Yeah, he's he's really the only one down in this range um, that I'm interested in, but he's he's the Giants wide receiver I want. Yes, I 100% agree. I think he's going to be the Giants receiver that people play, which makes Golden Tate a little bit interesting just as a tournament differentiation play. Yeah, I, I mean, and and to be honest, they're they're you know in terms of just solid production, in terms of involvement in the offense, they're largely even. Like I I don't think uh, if if you watch Giants games. Um, and, and just, just look at reps and routes and things like that, you're saying Slayton has a huge advantage. The advantage there is that Slayton tends to make bigger plays. At least that's, that's, you know, that, that's what the sense is, right? Slayton is the bigger, the wower plays. Um, the, if, if there's a 43-yard touchdown pass thrown in this game, it's going to Slayton, not to Tate. They're targeting Slayton way down the field. You're just hoping if you play Tate and you know Slayton's going to be popular, that they're going to just completely try to double Slayton and Ingram, and Tate will be open underneath. And if he grabs eight, nine, ten balls and somehow finds you know a touchdown, you're just capitalizing on ownership from a situation that's going to be big time leverage. So I don't love Tate. It's just trying to be different with a game that we all like. Yeah, and the price is decent, forty six hundred. And I mean this. This giant offense has got to – the Giants aren't good, but this offense should be better at the very least. Oh, it definitely in this matchup. So I think if you look at Tate's game logs, you know, it, it's been terrible, but it, it's just projecting what we might expect. And I'm playing Slayton more, but if I want to get a different style team with Dak or Dimes, then maybe you've included Tate. But for me, it's Slayton, obviously. Yep. That's it for me, though. That's it for me, too. Uh, and so we go on to tight end, where it is not Logan Thomas week. Okay, 
it's watch. Just, it's going to be Logan Thomas week is, with Kyle freaking Allen. It is one million percent going to be Logan Thomas week. Uh, but I'm I'm off of him. Um, I'm on to other guys here. We've talked about Ingram already, so I'm just going to start there. He's 4,600. He's not had a good year. But if there is a breakout coming, if this offense starts to look like you know the offense we expected, the offense it should be, uh, if Evan Ingram starts to look like the Evan Ingram we expected, the Evan Ingram it should be, then this is the week it's going to happen. So 4,600, I like that. Um, I'm going to stay in the game and just point out Dalton Schultz here or Blake Bell, either one, really, 4,800 or 2,800. I like them both in this spot, um, and I believe... Uh, let me just make sure. No, Dalton Schultz, sorry, uh, does not have a designation. I just, you know, Blake Bell. He did. He did. He did. That's all right. You're right. That I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here like, why do I have both of these guys written down? So Schultz, Schultz no longer carrying the designation. Thing. Good, good call. Um, probably then erase Blake Bell. Uh, I missed that. I apologize. Um, that's that game. Um, and then I'll circle back up to the top. But please, give me give me any of your thoughts on, on those two guys first. Completely agree about Ingram. And Schultz, again, uh, a nice pivot off of Cooper, Lamb, Elliott. You know, I, I think the Giants and Dallas game is rightfully going to be popular. It's just finding a little bit different way to get a piece of it. So totally agree. Definitely like Ingram a lot. Um, I don't think I would play Engram with Slayton without Dimes. Same thing as Robbie and DJ Moore. Yep. Uh, I think Kittle is probably too cheap, right? That's that's why that's why I wanted to circle back up to the top. Kittle got 15 targets last week, and he's far and away right now the best option on that on that defense on that offense, and far and away the option they're going to. I mean that's. Hence the 15 targets, right? Um, as he starts to get healthier, I mean, he, he looks so dominant last week. Uh, I, I I love him this week, and I hate paying up a tight end. I never do. I will have a significant number of lineups with Kittle in it. Totally agree. Uh, sometimes the way I like to look at this is if wide receiver and tight end were the same position, and we could get Kittle as a wide receiver for sixty six hundred. I think he would be one of our favorite plays of the week. Yeah, two hundred dollars more expensive than OBJ, who we just you know talked about. And eh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing with Kelsey. Just too cheap, you know. I think all these guys at the top end, if they were wide receivers, we'd play all three of them. Yeah, the only thing about Kelsey is that offense can spread around in Kansas City, uh, and they can do it so effectively. They're just not going to do that in San Francisco. It's just all going to funnel through Kelsey. That that's the only reason I like. Or I'm sorry, through Kittle. It's the only reason I like Kittle more. But I mean, you're right. It, it could, and it could absolutely, it it could absolutely be a Travis Kelsey ceiling game. And if it is. I mean, look out. Yeah, you're thinking the correct way there. I totally agree. Uh, I think I'd like to pair Kelsey with Mahomes. I think you can play Kittle by himself. Yeah. Uh, I like Waller, especially with the Kansas City stacks, but pretty easy to scheme him out of a game because he's the option in the passing game. Like right. We saw it in New England. They took him completely out. Yep. So that's interesting. Zach Ertz is a corpse. I'm done with him. We're not even going there. The Eagles are a corpse at this point. First place, Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) By nature of that tie. Um, And I don't know. uh, Can can I interest you in Eric Ebron? Sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, and that's probably, that's it. That's, and, and you know, look, you know me, I'm, I'm hunting for, for, uh, bargain tight ends at all times. And I don't really find much under 4k that I like here. Um, I mean, I guess Jordan Atkins in Houston. Um, I mean, Herndon's interesting, but oh. I've, I've, I've been burned, as you have, by that so many times. I'll just mention him because I feel like I must um, because it's it's been four weeks of the season. We haven't mentioned him yet. I mean, this isn't this isn't an actual thing, but, you know, Caden Smith is $2,800, and, and maybe he picks up some of the Ingram slack. Now we're talking. And now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Now the season started, uh, but I mean, should you start Caden Smith? No. Would I be shocked if he scores a touchdown? No. But should you start him? No. So, I mean, for me, this is a very long way, far too long a way of saying that you know uh, I tap out at four K. Uh, I'm with you. Look, we know that younger coming in off the bench quarterbacks might be more prone to throw to their tight ends for short gains over the middle of the field. So yes, if you have $3,500 left and you love the rest of your lineup, fine Logan Thomas, but not as much as we've liked him in the past, but it's, it, um, it is, it is a, it is officially an under protest play. I get it. And just to circle back to Herndon, Darnold clearly was not going to him very much. They were not scheming him the football. Will that change with Joe Flacco? Maybe. And he's 3.2K. It's the same thing. If you build a lineup out and you love everything but tight end, sure. Yeah. But it may just be the the way I'll approach that. But I agree. Get up to Ingram. Agreed. Uh, Defense, another bargain hunt for us. Um, the, the the bottom end is real, real tough this week. Um, Miami's on the low end, maybe. I had liked the Titans because Josh Allen could always just lateral mm-hmm. behind, you know, lat, be 30, 30 yards upfield and then lateral it to no one for a touchdown going the other direction because he's Josh Allen. Um, but it looks like they're getting moved off the slate. So it, for me, I think I'm going to land at 2,600 on Houston dangerous a bit um but i I think that's where i land give give me somebody better ryan please oh it's houston for sure yeah okay yeah yeah i mean absolutely Minshew's fine but they should be able to generate some pressure cornell is the defensive coach so he might just bring the house now that they're they're really not really playing for a whole lot they just got to bring it so I always try to get away as cheap as possible because it's really hard to project defense. So if I'm going cheap, it's them. Just circle back to the top. I like the Steelers against Philly. That offensive line is horrible. Wentz has been really bad. So they're going to generate a lot of pressure. Could be some turnovers there. They're great. Same thing with the Ravens. Very aggressive defense. Great cornerbacks against Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look, the Rams against Kyle Allen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh it's it's hard to get up there. Even even this week when there's nobody that we're like, you know, paying super high for. We've got these guys uh in the middle that we're that we're big on. Um it, so it, yeah, I feel like you got to find that bargain de- defense and uh and it's probably Houston. Hold your nose and hope. Yeah, I uh I definitely agree. I want to get off cheap here, so give me Houston. 
All right. Drop the music, Mr. Paulson. Let's let's tie a bow on this week, and uh, and hope that the week you know happens. Give me uh, give me your favorite picks of the week. I wish I had a stronger conviction at quarterback. You know, I, I still don't know where I'm going to go in my main lineup. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, a lot of interest in a lot of different guys. Lamar Mahomes, definitely Dak, Deshaun, Matt Ryan, Danny Dimes. At running back, I think it's a little bit easier to be concise. Zeke Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis. Wide receiver, same thing as quarterback. I just don't feel very convicted. I'm just going to try to fill out where I'm strong first. And then, obviously, if Ridley or Julio's out, you just jam in Zacchaeus, of course. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he becomes a free square, even though I hadn't heard of him before the show started. That's the best type of play, Joe. Yeah, and then is. Slayton, I mean, you plug those two guys in with the three running backs you like, you're off to the races. Tight end, Kittle over Kelsey and Andrews, and then Mark Ingram. I have Mark Ingram, Evan Ingram, never for Mark Ingram. Yep. And then Houston defense. All right. Uh, for me, uh, you know, it's 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 Dak and it's Dimes at quarterback, and, uh, and it's Flacco because just have fun, all right? Just have some fun once in your life. Uh, running back, uh, Hunt and Davis are my main two. They're, they're the two I want for sure. Uh, wide receiver. Cooper, Crowder, those are my two guys. Uh, tight end, I, I it's Kittle and Ingram. That's it. That's the list. Maybe some Schultz thrown in there. And defense for me is Mark my or Evan. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, just I love, I love Kittle so much. This price is just hard to swallow. All right, uh, spread picks. Not a ton I love here. Um, it's just it's it's a tough week here. The, the two I'm looking at, San Francisco minus three and a half against Miami, interesting, um, and and maybe Seattle. But seven's a big number to lay. So so as always, Ryan, we turn to the teaser, which is profitable. All right, two and two so far this year after a big win last week, and we're looking for more. Uh, I got I got to wait a little bit, lock this in. But here here are the four I'm looking at. Okay, seven point tease. The Rams minus eight against the against the the Washington football team. The Cardinals minus seven against the Jets. The Seahawks minus seven against the Vikings. Tease all that down to one. All right, I like that. And then, well, seven point tease here. The frisky Cincinnati Bengals plus thirteen. What do you think about the Rams to basically get down to minus one? The Cardinals in a pick'em, the Seahawks in a pick'em, and the Bengals plus twenty. Tell, tell me what loses there. The Bengals plus twenty. They're frisky. I mean, they're they're twelve point dogs. I mean, what if they're good though? What if they're like sneaky, not terrible? That good is way too overstating it. But what if they're like sneaky, not bad? I'll say that I like the other three. In those types of teasers, I know you typically spend down on the favorites, and I like that a lot. Yeah. I, obviously, you're introducing the variance when you're trying to like inflate the spread on an underdog against a very good offense who beats up on bad teams. Look, it took, it took everything in me not to take Joe Flacco straight up. Just, you know, YOLO. Oh, sheesh. YOLO, Ryan. Okay? 
That's some that's some odds increase right there. Yeah, for sure. The teaser's probably the three favorites, but I, I may I may just I may just play around with the price to see about the Bengals. That's it. That's the teaser. And uh, I mean, look, who knows how much NFL season we have left? So you know, gamble it while you got it, sweat it while you can, and uh, good luck. You know, a wise man once told me it's only gambling if you lose. Good luck, everybody.